morning, everybody. Welcome to the Let's Talk Sports Show. I am your host, Bodkins. First of all, uh, we have to shout out Happy Father's Day to all the dads who watch us. Uh, and all, even if you don't watch us, you know, uh, gift your dad this great pleasure uh, putting him on the show. That's what you could gift your dad if you didn't get him a gift to, today. Be like, Dad, I got you a gift. The greatest uh, sports show, or maybe the half greatest sports show, maybe the okayest sports show on let's on uh, YouTube, the Let's Talk Sports Show. So uh, put your dad on us and uh, tell him Happy Father's Day, Happy Father's Day to all the dads, Happy Father's Day to all my dads as well, and all the father figures out there in the world. Uh, speaking of Happy Father's Day, we got to welcome in a guy who has two of the prettiest twins I've ever seen, and don't know how he's their father, but uh, Mister First Down Sam. Sam, Father's Day. And, of course, my Puerto Rican brother, uh, Johnny Cruz. Johnny, what, what is up, what my up, friend? Up? Happy Father's Day. And back from bingo night, we missed him on Thursday. Happy <laughs> great-grandfather's day to the one and only Scott Cobb. Great-grandfather. I don't know where my checkbook went, but I hit for the highest bingo pot ever in history of the nursing home. So, um, Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Tanner is on a, a buffoonery retreat where they uh, try to sit in a room and come up with the dumbest things that they can spit in a microphone. So, um, you know, I mean, some of their takes there. Uh, but uh, he so he won't be joining us this morning. Scott, let me ask you this before we get into stuff. How's the betting going and who are we betting on today? Betting is going pretty well right now. Um, we had a lot of success yesterday. Um couple of bets that I've seen that I, I've, I'm going to place after the show is over the Angels on the money line today against Kansas City and Zach Granke. Zach Granke's one and six, just awful this year. Kansas City came back and beat him yesterday, so that's their only – sorry, Tana. It's their only win they're going to have in the next week, so <laughs> that's number one. Number two is Texas and Toronto under nine runs. Um There'll be a pitch. It'll be a pitcher's duel. John Gray is pitching for Texas. He's been outstanding this year. So those those two bets basically that that I've already placed that that I like a lot today. So nice, Scott. Nice, Scott, Scott already spitting out some tips for the people there, so you can make some money on this Father's Day, man. And one last thing, I know Johnny is going to have something on the tails of what Johnny has later on. I will announce the two winners for the Warrior Bowl. Before we yep, go yep, yep, yep. The intro of, of Johnny's top five list is going to be today. We already yep. got some comments up here in the comment section. He is not missing, guys. Uh, Alan is alive and well. Tanner, <laughs> Tanner, <laughs> what's up, Adam? Tanner is still sobering up from the other day. Um, Rios is <laughs> oh, still drinking from last night. What up, Rios? Happy Father's Day to you, gentlemen, from America's drunk uncle. Absolutely well can, said. Can I ask something to Rios? Did you crash the Mexican wedding last night that was going on during that show, or did you did you not do that? He, he's still he celebrating, still celebrating from uh, last night, so Rios is. So he ain't even went to bed yet. Rios is still drinking from last night. Come give your uncle a hug. Uh, a couple of bridesmaids missing, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Boys, let's jump right into it. Uh, the the suspension of John Morant, 25 games. Uh, Scott, do you think this was enough? I mean, more should have been less, should have been more. I think the report was 40 or more, and he got 25. Should have been more. I mean, you you've been you were suspended for the same incident 
by the NBA commissioner. You go up to his office. You have a sit down with them, a one-on-one. You talk to him. You tell you tell the commissioner, I'm not going to do it ever again. I'm going to go get help. It's going to, you know, I'm going to take care of myself. And then you go do it again as soon as the playoffs or season is over. 25 games, not enough. Not enough. It should have been 40 to the whole season, I, I feel. It's just the guy's going to keep doing it over and over again. 25 games is just like don't do it again. It's a slap on the wrist. So, um, Yeah, I, I completely agree with that, man. That was weak. Um, he misses 20 games a year anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is just, you know, you're giving him an extra week off to just chill and do whatever. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with Scott. You, you got to hit him for at least half the season there. Yeah. Um, you you got to set an example, bro. I mean, again, I understand the whole Second Amendment. Yes, he has a right to have a gun, but at the same time, you work for this organization, for this company. You have to abide by their rules. You represent them. So you can't just be flashing a gun. And this, 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 you know, you got to be responsible. Even though we have these freedoms and these rights, that doesn't mean that they, there aren't consequences if we do stuff with freedoms and these rights. So um, I think that was kind of weak. It was basically just a, a, you know what I'm saying, a smack on, on both hands or whatever, but that's it. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was soft. And like I said, he misses 20 games a year anyway, you know, for some ridiculous injury or whatever. So that, that was weak, man. You got I, I thought it should be indefinite. And then you see how he acts. And if he's doing stuff straight and he's acting right, then you, you know what I'm saying, you let him get back in whenever. But at, at the very least, it should have been half the season, bro. Set an example, bro. Sam, it's re- reported that he could have lost $60 million plus uh, in uh, through all this. Uh, I mean, from, you know, missed out on all NBA this year, uh, contracts and, and things like that, probably going to miss out on all NBA I mean, you think sixty million missing out on sixty million plus will change his ways? I mean, you're down there in Tennessee. Can you drive across the state into Memphis and, and get in, uh, you know, Josh Circle and take these guns away from him? <laughs> I uh, he definitely needs to have uh, needs to happen because he, I mean, he's just this young guy who just keeps making terrible mistakes or whatnot. I also feel that the punishment's not enough. I think Silver should have hit him a lot harder. And then you send a message to the whole league that you don't get to say, I'm sorry, and then do it again. Uh, you you got to hit him harder than that. But, you know, and, and then the, here comes another message, you know, where he's like, oh, I'm so sorry for the people I did this to. Well, it means Jack now, buddy. You already screwed us once. Like, are you, are you, do you yeah, mean it you- this time? Yeah, uh, Gilbert Arenas got 50 games uh, by uh, Stern. It's kind of similar situation. Now, Jada isn't bringing guns into the stadium that we know, uh, but he that did bring, know. you know, had the guns like in, in, around. He got, Gilbert got 50. Uh, right. So this is kind of cuts that, you know, it's similar. But David Stern, if you listen, David Stern was a lot harder on his punishments. Adam Silver is the player's best friend. Uh, he's kind of like the 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 parent that you want watching you. So when you get in trouble, it's just a little you know, go put your go sit in the corner for uh, five games. You know, he says this is what Silva says, or somebody somebody close to Silva. They have damning evidence. His uh. punishment is gonna be harsh and severe. And then when the punishment comes down, it's almost like he went to Morant and said, "Hey, John, how many games do you want to be suspended for?" <laughs> And just how, how long of a vacation do you want? Good. Yeah, how how long do you want? He says, "Oh, you know, twenty five is good. I'll learn my lesson." It's, it's bull. It's complete bull. What he did, what he did. So, 
Shout, shout out to Craig in the comment section. Happy Father's Day, Craig. Happy Father's Day, Craig. Uh, he Happy was expecting 50 games. League already gave him the warning. Second offense should have been heavy, absolutely. No and he said extra 20, extra 20 for trying to say it was a toy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Silver, that's the thing. Silver like, is just so soft compared to Stern, bro. You know don't saying? lie so, to us. Yeah. So, yeah. so his his whole severe, he's going to come down hard. He probably thinks he came down hard on him, giving him 25 games when that's weak as hell. But yeah, exactly. I mean, it shouldn't have been. I do think it was 25 should have been isn't enough. It seems to be kind of right at though. Like, I mean, it's that's tough. I mean, six, you're losing a lot of money. Uh, But to the fact for him to say, like, did he go to Silver and be like, hey, that was a toy? And Silver's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're right, Jolly. It was a toy. (laughs) I mean, like, oh, shit. We it was. I, we thought. Look, now we only got to give you twenty five. I believe it was a toy, but nobody else believes you, Jaw, that it was a toy. So we're just gonna say twenty five games. Like, that's, that's it's wild. just not. It's 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 wild to me to 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 think that uh, you know it's it's twenty five games. I think fifty games was kind of the precedence kind of set, and uh, he got twenty five. A little slap on the slap on the wrist, and you know he'll be hopefully Memphis should be able to see what Memphis does here in the off season, but uh, he'll be able to catch the second half of the season. Well, and didn't yeah. they go like twenty two or something without him last year or the year before? So I mean, the team is a good team anyway, but yeah, you got to make it hurt him and the team. So maybe that the team disciplines him a little a little heavier as well. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I'm I'm completely with Craig there. It should have been at least forty, at least at least half the season, forty to fifty games. Man. I don't know if you guys agree, but the NBA season doesn't start until after Christmas anyway. That's and me, right? Yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Season. Well, so. at least I don't really pay attention to it until Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so. Sam, I want to ask you this because you uh, you're uh, you're trying to whore yourself out to NBA franchises. Uh, <laughs> is the is the Grizzlies uh, on your list of teams of uh, you know thinking about joining since you're from Tennessee? Are you gonna it's like, hey, I don't want to join that fan base uh, or that team? Well, my in laws are hell bent on making me a Pacers fan. But like I, uh, unlike uh, unlike our uh, politicians, I will openly say I can be bribed and bought. So, uh, <laughs> if somebody from the Grizzlies wants to throw their hat in, I, I'm in. I'm sure. sure. I mean, you might as well just not be a Pacers fan. That way, your in laws can be more. It can can be continue to be disappointed in the uh, the person that their uh, daughter married. So they're also they're also Colts fans. So yeah, that pretty much that sums it up. <laughs> At least give us this, Sam. At least right. give us this. Well, you gave, you gave them two beautiful twin do- twin grandbabies. Yeah, they, they should be happy, bro. It's she not gave enough. them. She gave them twin babies. Yeah. We can't. We can't. Too bad. Too bad. Sam. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. you know, Sam donated a minute or two of his time to, to make that happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, before we get into anything else, let me first do this first promo, man. Uh, we got the, the the underdog app. Uh, you can download the app or you can go to underdog.com, use the promo code LTS, and they will match you with a deposit up to $100. Um, they got the best ball drafts of all sports, daily fantasy apps. Again, check out the um, Underdog app or go to underdog.com, use the promo code LTS. Make sure you use the promo code, bro, because they'll match up to $100. That's an easy That's an easy 200 bucks. If you got $100 to put down, they're going to match it. Now you got 200 uh, so definitely check that out. Um, again, that's the the daily underdog, daily fantasy app, underdog, 
you know, like I said, you can download the app or you can go to underdog.com. Check it out. Get some money. Use the promo code LTS. Yeah, and I'll tell you. Underdog same Samson. Yes, yeah, same oh, go ahead, Scott. The Underdog site's a great site. I play on. I do best balls on there, you know, before the season starts, and it's a really good site. So, What up, Bo? Happy Father's Day, bro. Oh, happy Father's Day. Uh, so let's get into your guys' division. There's a little drama brewing in Buffalo, uh, you know, with the Stefan Diggs situation this past week. We haven't really had a chance to talk about it. Diggs shows up day one at camp, day and then day two, it's he's not really there. Um, it, it seems like, um, you know, Oh, sorry. I was uh, reading Sam's comments in the private chat. So, uh, but th- and then day two, then the you know you got McDermott saying he's really concerned. Then Josh Allen says, "Hey, it's uh, organizational. We got to do better communication. It's not on the football field." Uh, then I was listening to uh, Michael Lombardi. Scott, I feel like that's like Scott's twin. Uh, Scott Michael Lombardi uh, on Pat McAfee. He's saying he's saying there's a lot of stuff brewing in Buffalo. Uh, that's one of the reasons Leslie Frazier left. McDermott wants to call the plays, called the plays on the 13 seconds of, you know, back in Kansas City, and they got that field goal. What is going on in Buffalo? It seems like Diggs is unhappy. He doesn't know his role because they drafted the Kincaid kid. He's maybe afraid that, that that's going to take their his some of his slots. He's got he's getting paid like a top five wide receiver still, so it's not money. But, Scott, what the hell's going on down in Buffalo? Or up in Buffalo, should I say? So, uh, as you said, just go back to the beginning here. His agent said he was at, at OTAs. He left the facility before OTA started on Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday. So he was not at OTAs, okay? McDermott has a press conference. The press conference after one of the OTAs and says he's very, very concerned about the Dick situation. What situation is it? You got him signed to a... a Big time contract. We can't trade him. Their contract's pretty yeah. much untradeable. Right. Yeah, he talked his way out of Minnesota like this. This is this is reminiscent of what he did in Minnesota. He was tied in Minnesota. He felt like he wasn't getting the ball enough. He talked his way out of it. He's doing the same thing in Buffalo now. If you remember, I went on a show. I don't remember where it was or whose show it was. The the night after the game, Isaiah McKenzie had to go to his house and calm him down and tell him everything's going to be fine, relax, it happens, you're not going to get the ball every game 15 times a game, so just relax. So it's been going on since that playoff loss to Cincinnati in Buffalo. And I just have this succinct feeling that Buffalo, behind the scenes, is trying to work to trade them or do something with them because this is not normal. Your number one receiver – is popping off to, to your all-world quarterback saying, you don't get me the ball enough, you don't, you know, you're not doing me any favors, you're throwing the ball too high, you're throwing them, whatever it may be. So I, I agree. I think there's huge problems in Buffalo, and if this goes into the season without it being taken care of, Buffalo could have some, some problems there that none of us even encountered, you know, when we started talking about what they could do this season. So, yep. yeah, I actually, real quick, I actually heard that it's something off the field. Um, now, I'm not going to pretend like I got sources and all that shit, but I, yeah. you know, saying I know somebody that's deep with some Buffalo Bills people, and it's an off the field issue that's that's 
a part of the problem. He was upset about the playoff game, so that's what I I thought it was something to do with that. Yeah, uh, but apparently it has something to do with off the field issues as well that he has a problem with with Josh. Uh, something's going on. He sent out that cryptic text about the whole "I'll let you clap" and you know what I'm saying whatever else, which is basically "I'll let you lie about it." You know, what I'm saying you do you, big dog. Yep. So something deeper is going on there. I'm not going to spit out exactly what I was told because. Again, I don't have sources like that, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. put nobody's business out there. But yeah. it's deeper than just the play on the field. So as a Dolphin fan and an AFC East fan, have all the drama you want up there, Buffalo, for real. And you know then, well, I'm good with it. The thing McDermott came out and said it, the next day was like, it, it, it's like it just kind of brushed it under the rug, right? Like, well, I thought you yesterday you were saying you were concerned. Today it's it's it's, it's back to back to normal. So you're just sweeping it, sweeping it under the rug, like. What is, you know, like kind of like what is it? And then you see on the field, him and Josh are, are doing things like I to me, Scott, what you were trying to say reminds me a little bit of a guy, Terrell Owens and Donovan McNabb. Exactly. You, exactly. you know, like that's that's kind of uh, what uh, what it reminds me of. The contract's so bad, the Bills can't trade him this year. Like he's yeah. the dead cap. Now, at the end of this year, I think it's it, it lightens up. But like. If you listen to like Ian Rappaport or any, you know, Shefty and all them, they're pretty much saying like they, they can't move that contract. Like there's no way it, the dead cap and all that, which it's pretty much unreal. And you, you said alluded to Scott, like that's how he got out of Minnesota. That's the reason that Billy, uh, the GM from the Bills called Minnesota. He said, seems to be some smoke there. Let me call and see if they want to, they want to trade him. And okay. they're like, yeah, sure, take him, take him off our hands. And that's and that's how he got in Buffalo. And uh, they got him the new deal. And but it seems like here we are in year three of this. Year one, they made it to the AFC Championship game, or you know, I guess year four, right? And then last year, yeah. and and it di- it didn't work out. Uh, it just seems like he's getting frustrated. Maybe he realizes time's a ticking or something. I don't know, but. They they got to be cohesive because that's still a team I feel like can go on a run. Sam, we're talking uh, Diggs, the trouble in Diggs in Buffalo. What's your thoughts there? As someone uh, that has uh, players who have a, a high base that can't move them, I, I get what you're saying there for sure. Uh, but um, the whole Diggs in Buffalo thing is so very odd. And, um, you know, it, maybe it's carryover because at the end of that playoff game, they Diggs was kind of throwing a hissy fit or something like that, like divas do, like this one just did. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it's the whole dig situation is interesting. I don't think they'll move him, and I think he'll play. But I think this is probably the last year in Buffalo, as far as I'm concerned. This is one of those things, too, is, you know, I understand whatever drama you're having. Like, like we're all saying, they, they, they can't move them because of the salary. So this is mm-hmm. where, you know, man up, be a professional. You don't have to love each other. You don't have to be boys. You don't have to hang out after practice or after the game. Show up. Do your job. You got a good squad there and a good opportunity to win. You know what I'm saying? This is where <laughs> Diggs is going to have to just suck it up, be a pro, and then they can see what they can do after this season. But he just signed that extension last offseason. You know what I'm saying? And there's no way to get out of it. I mean, I haven't looked it up, but I think it's like 20-something. It may even be more into the 30s yeah. as far as dead cap if they try to trade him. So yeah. there's no way they, that they can do that, man. There's no way. Well, here's my two questions. What if D-Hop signs up there? Well, that's going to set off the powder cake that is Stefan Diggs. I mean, it's it's just 
it's just going to be. Like, D-Hop would have to take a hell of a discount to be able to go up to Buffalo. Bro. If Josh Allen falls in love with D-Hop, if they sign him and he, he looks his way more than Diggs, what, what is going to happen? And number two is <clears throat> they have to keep Diggs happy, which means they have to throw him the ball early. And they have to make sure they game plan him every game, 17 games, into the script very early in the game. And when you have to worry about that and take away your concentration on something else, you're in trouble. You're in trouble as a team. So, I mean, how did Buffalo not realize this before they gave him an extension? If he's this much of a diva to where he needs to be that big of a part of the damn offense, you're saying? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I understand his first season, he was probably playing the good soldier or whatever, but he's been up there for a couple seasons before they gave him that extension. Like, you didn't realize, okay, he's well, now he got he, his he's money. A bit much, right. Now he's got his money, so he's acting a fool. Yeah. I mean, I, I get he's passionate and wants to win, and maybe things we don't know things behind the scenes. It sounds like, like you were saying, Johnny, like some of the off the field stuff. Uh, maybe he wasn't, you know, he thinks I, the Kincaid thing and, and, you know, and then you got, like I said, the McDermott thing was where he wants to call the, the defensive plays and the communication, uh, you know, so I don't, I, if D hop does sign there or even Dalvin cook, which uh, yeah, think, there's, there's, there's some comments here. So I'm going to throw them up here. Alan saying if Dalvin and D hop go to Buffalo, it was set off the powder keg. Don't but here's the th- Here's what I'm gonna say to that. If it that's only gonna help to me, that's only gonna free up Diggs. Because who are you gonna right. double? You're gonna double Diggs. You're gonna double D Hop, and then or and then you got Kincaid, and you, then you got Gabe Davis as well. Like those guys are gonna be open. Like so, at that point in time, Diggs could go one on one if they sign D Hop. Because then you're gonna double D Hop, or do you, you know what I mean? Like it's almost a right. uh, double edged sword at that point in time. And it sounds like he does want to win. Like he was frustrated the way they played in that uh, Cincinnati game. And was mad that they lost. So I mean, if you want to win, then you know, then this is like getting guys like D Hop's only going to help you and help you get to the championship. So, um, so just just for reference, before Sam goes, his base salary this year is one point one six five million dollars. Mm. In two thousand twenty four, it goes up to eighteen point five million dollars. So. He is on the cheap this year for any team to try to grab him and maybe re- rework a deal for a contract. But after what's this the, year, he's $18 million. What's the dead cap, dead if, they, what's the dead cap if, if they move him? It looks like his dead cap is somewhere in the high 20s if they move him. Yeah. See, 20 million dead cap. That's, that's right. You can't, you can't right. move him. It's almost, yeah. And, and, and uh, the, the worst part about it is that he, he could be very, very well upset about the just making the one, whatever, one point, whatever million dollar salary, even though I'm sure he got a fat signing bonus. He um, did. So he knew that when he got the he extension, did. but it's yeah, just these guys, you know, saying, I don't know, man. Like do, I do said, guys, there's a lot of drama there. Craig, Craig got a good question. Here. Go ahead, Sam. Hold on. Sam, Sam's got uh, some. I'm, I'm sorry, Sam. Oh, ahead, no, Sam. it's okay. It's okay. Uh, do you guys, uh, I was reading in the Bleacher Report that uh, the uh, that he might have problems with Josh Ooh. Allen or whatnot. Uh, and I didn't know what you guys thought about that. I think yeah, it's off I, the field I, stuff. Yeah. I, think, I, I, I had think mentioned what, while, while you were taking care of the diva there. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, had, I had heard something about some drama off the field between him and, and Josh Allen. That's why yep. he sent that cryptic text. Uh, mm-hmm. about, you go ahead and clap, which basically means you go ahead and keep lying. Uh, you do you, big dog. And so there's something going on. Like I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not acting like I got big time sources, but I know some people, but I'm not going to put it out there. 
That's well, a, I think that's, even, that's a person. You just shit, read the I'm tweet. I hit it, it, whether it's yeah. yeah, whether you read it, whether it's Josh Allen or McDermott and, and him saying that stuff, like you can obviously he feels like he's being lied to about something, right? So, like, right. even if you just read the tweet without any sources or knowledge, you'd be like, oh, he's somebody. He feel like somebody lying to him. You know, and, like he can't trust right. somebody in that in right. it in right. there. And before right, the comment, if it's Josh Allen that, that he's having problems with, if Josh Allen all of a sudden goes away from him even twice a game that he usually went to him, that's a problem for Buffalo and their chemistry in the locker room. It's a I mean, it, it's a problem now with yes, the chemistry. Is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Craig is saying if Dig wants out, they can rework a deal. He ain't going to rework his deal. No, he, right. He's not going to do that. What, what play do do yeah. And then he also mentioned, Craig also mentioned, could Buffalo finish fourth in that division? No. If the drama no. gets too bad, I don't know, bro. No. If the no, drama gets too so. bad, you'll be surprised. Josh Allen can turn back into the Josh Allen of his first two seasons. No, I don't think so. I think he's going to be – he's going to be just – he's he's going to be uh, – there's no way. They have too much talent on both sides of the football to finish fourth. And the team, I, I think fourth, but – they could happy uh Day, up, happy Father's Day to you too, brother. Is, happy Father's Day, bro. Chris, happy Father's Day. Um, the guy that with is D Hop going to the Patriots, Scott. I mean, you kind of it seems uh Matthew Judon's not letting him leave his house. So there was I said it on the Just Fans podcast last night. There was a tweet from a player. I don't know whether it was Judon. I think it was Judon. That said, I saw a picture with him and Judon together. The best GM in the world with the eyes emoji. Yeah, I, don't I think know it's Matthew that, Judon. Uh, yeah, and I don't know what that means, but I, I have a feeling that means that something's going on with D-Hop and the Patriots because at the end of the two-day D-Hop in the New England, him and Belichick sat down behind closed doors and had a one-on-one meeting. So something there caught D-Hop's attention and is going on, whether it's trying to work out a contract or what it may be behind the scenes, I don't know. But if you remember, he left Tennessee without a contract, and two days later, Tennessee gave him a con, sent him a contract offer. So I think there's one coming from New England. But all the tea leaves you read up here says the visit went extremely well. D Hop was really impressed with certain things, and that they might be in line to match up and see what happens. I mean, and if that's the case, then D Hop is all about the money. They, He's they, not they, about they, they showed a trophy case with, with six six Lombardis. I'm sure that I'm sure that was kind of tempting. Even though you ain't getting he, he, nowhere I'm, near that with Mac Jones. Absolutely. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Scott, because you're the lifelong Patriots fan. Is yep. there a guy that Bill's ever really wanted to get? Like Bill doesn't roll out the red carpet for just anybody. You know what I mean? Like what? So when he does roll out the red carpet, is there ever been a guy that he really wanted that he didn't get? I mean, either via trade or via uh, free agency. Well, there's a rumor going around that they were trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron you know, looked at that roster and said, "No, they, I don't think him and Bill would be very good together either." No, I don't, I don't think so. looked at that roster and no, said, "No, no, no, because Rodgers would just say f you to Belichick and, and not and not worry about it." That's where he is. Um, no, the, every time Bill's wanted somebody, he's gotten them. Basically, you know, go back to Corey Dillon; he traded for him. Randy Moss; he traded for him. Wes Welker; he traded for him. Um, you know, any free agent that he's wanted, you remember Albert Hainsworth came up here. He wanted him really bad. Ted Washington, guys like that. He really wanted to help his team and he got him. So it, it seems like to me, the other thing I've read is D hop's going to have to agree to bill Belichick's terms on a contract. 
And if he does, Belichick will take him in for a one or two year deal, just a short deal, you know, trying to trying to pump up his value again. And I'm sure that's what Belichick said in the meeting. Hey, look, your value's a little bit down right now. Let's let's give you a short contract and let let's work your value back up to where it should be again. So that, that's um, going to be interesting if they do sign him. Craig's got a, another comment here. Don't sleep on New England this year, especially if they get D Hop Patriots best defense in the division. Ooh, I don't know about that one, Craig. No, uh, not, Jets yeah, got I don't a, know about Jets that. Jets got a lot of talent. Mm. Dolphins got a lot of talent. Sam, somebody with a lot of talent is going to finish fourth. I I completely agree with that. Uh, the division is going to be stacked, especially if D Hop comes. Um, but again, I, I would go to, to what quarterback is, play. What is, Mac is Jones Craig is the worst and Allen in, in the same circle saying the Patriots? Allen's got here. Patriots are the favorite right now. <laughs> Allen, you've been drinking too much with the buffoons, or you're in the he's still drunk, with Craig. Uh, you know, in the smoke circle with Craig right now, the way you guys are talking, because I, I think he's saying, I think he's saying he's the favorite to get oh, D-Hop. D-Hop. He's the I thought to, to win the division. Sorry. So here's the story that came out yesterday. Uh, Jonathan Jones, their best cornerback, who was suspended by Belichick for like two weeks or whatever, was arrested on, I believe it was guns possession. If mm. that's the case, that guy is out of New England because Belichick doesn't deal with that stuff. So he was their best cornerback last year. Um, Gonzalez obviously will be their best cornerback going forward. But if that guy gets – if this is what I, true what I heard and he's out, that Patriots defense is not as good as it was in the past because they don't, they don't have both cornerbacks on the side for Bill to, to work play off of. So watch that closely in terms of that as well. So. Yeah, Rio says even with D Hop, still the worst team in the division. I agree. I, I have to agree with that so. as well. Yep. Um, got a couple more here. What's going on, Vegas? What up, Vegas? Appreciate the love. Appreciate you guys checking us out. Uh, before we get on to the to the next topic here, I'm going to go ahead and do this last promo. Uh, it is the Owners Box Daily Fantasy app. Uh, use the promo code LTS for a matching deposit up to five hundred dollars. Uh, more chances to win because they have more games. It's similar to FanDuel. So go ahead and download the Owner's Box app. Um, and like I said, they will match you up to a $500 deposit. So it, it doesn't get much better than that. Make sure you use the promo code LTS. And again, up to $500. That doesn't mean you have to put down $500. But if you put down five, they'll put down five. And then you got yourself uh, $1,000 to play. So definitely uh, check out that app there and um, – uh, we will move on to the next thing before we get to my, my top five list. Is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Yeah, with this? Uh, my last uh, – so Bob Huggins resigned yesterday. So early morning, if you woke up yesterday morning, you got the news, Bob Huggins arrested on DUI. I said uh, mm. I said, I, I said, said right after that he was going to be done because this was his second strike in the offseason. Uh, I think earlier in the offseason he had gotten in trouble for making uh, LG, you know, uh, um, some sort of, uh, you know, comment about the lgbtq i think he called another team a bunch of you know fairies or so i can't remember the exact quote uh and uh he got in some little hot water for that uh on the radio and they reworked his contract and uh kind of gave him cut him a deep like kind of cut his contract a little bit and he had supposed to take some training well i guess during after that training he was uh hitting the bar because then yesterday yesterday morning he got dy and uh yeah. now West Virginia is uh looking for a new basketball coach. I think it was Scott, we see this all the time. It's like, hey, you can either tell yourself uh you can resign or you can say we fired you. So you decide what you want to do. Right. And I think he was like, Yep, yeah, I'm just gonna say I resigned here. Yep. Yeah. I guess they were meeting all day yesterday. This is the story I, I read. 
and that he was all he was intimating all day that he was going to resign. So it comes as no shock because I agree with you, Nick. They probably said to him in the meeting, either you're going to resign or we're going to fire you, whatever you want to do. You, it's better you resign because if you want to hook on someplace else, at some point somebody wants to take you. Being fired and being resi- resigned is two different things. Which I think in a year or two, you know, he could do the Rick Patino uh, route, right? We see Absolutely. Rick Patino has reworked himself. We started at like – Iona, you know, just all these small schools and then built himself back up. And now he's yeah. kind of had a, uh, you know, major program. Yep. I don't, I don't know if he's going to coach again, though. That's the thing. I think he's at the age in his life where he's, you know, he's just going to say, maybe he's going to be done. I don't know. I mean, he really wanted to go to West Virginia. This is alma mater. He went there. He, he coached, you know, they, they weren't in the state tournament year in, year out. They went, made some deep runs in a couple of those years. So I don't know if he's going to coach again or want to coach again. I, you know, maybe taking a year off would be the best thing for him and not just jumping right in. But you see a lot of coaches that get DUIs and, as you said, are, are out, you know, the following year or whatever. So yeah, I, I, think- I never I never understand. I mean, first of all, don't drink and drive anyway. And I know we've all done some stupid shit when we were yeah. younger or whatever, but yeah. you're a grown-ass old man. And right. you're, you're a head coach. Mm-hmm. I never understood athletes or coaches. You have the money. I mean, they you know it's called Uber, uh, and they will they will drive you wherever the hell you got to go. That's right. Plus, you got enough money where you could probably have a limo take you wherever you want to go. So you could be you could be styling while you go out to drink, but you're gonna drink and drive like a knucklehead. Like it gets that's, that's, it gets that's worse too bro. because organizations like that have somebody you can call, right. and they don't yeah. tell management they come and right. get you. Right, right. Yeah. So there's just no excuse for it. it. Doesn't matter what time of day you call them, they will come and get you. See, that's yeah, one of the, that's one of those. I, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm Bob Huggins. What are they gonna do? They gonna it, do shit to me. If if the, yeah, you're right, yeah. Sam. A lot of the NFL organizations have uh like call buddies, like yeah. you know, hey, you know, uh, I just committed a murder. Come pick me up and uh, take this gun. So uh, <laughs> that's the example I would have used, but I. Right. <laughs> hey, ask Ray Lewis. It worked out for him. Uh, everybody got to have a fall guy. So, oh man! I mean, but that's true though. So, like, yeah, in today's in today's in today's world, there's too many different opportunities. You to just you know maybe so old like Scott, he doesn't know how to use Uber or Lyft, but uh, you know he's look, he was looking for the payphone. Right. I mean, there's got to be somebody you can call, man. Like that's that's just just that's beyond irresponsible. And then uh, somebody of in his position uh, to put himself out there like that. You know, what I'm saying like if if he has a problem, I hope he gets the the help that he needs. But if he doesn't have an alcohol problem, then you're just a dumbass, bro. To be quite honest. I, All I right. Wanna- I want to say this has happened previously in his career where he's yeah. got the DUI. Yeah, uh, it's not his first. It's not his first. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So yeah. All right, Johnny, let's it's time for our debut segment. Yeah. We're gonna do this every Sunday at the back end. It's called Johnny Cruises Cruising Top Five, where uh he's gonna give us a top five list. We're gonna react. It looks like today's top fathers and sons that played pro sports. So Johnny's gonna read his top five. We're gonna react and tell him how much of a dumbass he is, and uh we'll go from there. All right, and I switched it up because it's Father's Day. I went with this one. I had a different one in mind, but my number five is going to be the Currys, uh, Dell Curry, Steph Curry, and, and Seth. Uh, Dell was a, a sixth man of the year. Steph, of course, two MVPs, four chips, uh, and Seth Curry uh, at 44.3% in three-pointers is second best in NBA history. 
Uh, my number four is Bobby and Barry Bonds. Uh, Bobby was a three-time All-Star. Barry Bonds, of course, is the all-time home run leader um, and the, the, the single-season home run leader um, and has the biggest head in all of baseball. Uh, number three, I'm going with the Griffies, Ken, Ken Griffey Sr., that's low. Griffey Jr. And all. Uh, Ken Griffey Sr., of course, was part of the Big Red Machine, and Jr. is was the face of baseball for a while. He's the kid. Uh, Ken Griffey. Number two, I got the Howes. Gordy Howe and Mark Howe. Gordy Howe was Mr. Hockey, 800 goals, Hall of Famer. His son, Mark Howe, is a Hall of Fame defenseman as well. And the number one father and sons, I'm going with the Mannings. You got Archie, Peyton, and Eli. Peyton and Eli both have two Super Bowl uh, championships. Archie was a two-time Pro Bowler. Uh, he was playing on a horrible team, but you know what I'm saying? He he got two sons that both got two rings apiece. So that's my top five. The Curry's at five. The Bonds' uh, father-son at four. The Griffey's at three. Gordy Howe and his son Mark Howe at two. And the Archie, the Mannings, uh, the number one top father and sons, uh, in my opinion. Okay, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first here because uh, I feel like the Griffies probably should go up to two. I'll give you the Mannings at one, just because Griffies actually played together, senior and junior played together. Yeah. Here's that a family cool. you forgot. Take out. Here's a family you forgot. I would take out. I would leave the Curries in. Uh, but uh, so, there was you one. Take like, out Barry Bonds. And, take, yeah. Here, here's why. Here's a family you forgot. Clay Matthews, the the Matthews family. His, I had, dad, played, I had, his dad played. His yep. his dad I had played. them as honorable mention. I had his his dad played. The brothers Junior played. And the third, and they got Casey Matthews yes. playing as well. Yeah. So yeah. the Matthews family, <laughs> the Matthews. You, when you got a grandpa, you start with Clay. You got a brother who played. Yep. His son, and then a nephew who played. Then you got. Uh, so then you got two brothers that played in the league, and then the grandpa played in the league, like. That, yeah. To me, the Matthews family uh, is the defensive side. I guess that one of them played offensive line. So, like, Bruce, would, Matthews, yeah, Bruce Matthews, the Titans Iron Man, he yeah, was uh, Clay, Clay's bro. uncle. They, yeah. they, were, they were literally number six. They had honorable mention. It was between them and, and the Currys. But I figured, you know what I'm saying, Stefan and, you know, his brother's still playing right now. So, I'll, I'll keep them in it. But there's a there's a lot of other ones. You got Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Jr. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You got Joe and Kobe Bryant. Uh, Calvin and Grant Hill. So there was a bunch of them there, but the Ripken, the Ripken the five that I went with the the Ripkins family too. Cal and and yep, and, yep. and Billy and and yep. Cal Senior. Go yep, ahead, Scott. You got, all, you got all the Boons as well. So Johnny, let me ask you something. If Ken Griffey had won a World Series, would they uh, have been number two? Absolutely. Okay. But when you're talking about possibly, obviously Wayne Gretzky is the greatest ever. But when you talk about Gordy Howe. Um, and his son is a Hall of Famer as well uh, as a defenseman. Um, you talk about two Hall of Famers, dad and son. And the holes, his, too. His, his uh, dad is one of the greatest hockey players of all time. Um, yeah, I had I had, I had, had the holes there. You know what I'm saying? I had honorable mentor for Bobby at Brett Hall as well. So, yeah, but this is the five I went with. But, you know what I'm saying? I figured there'd be a little debate, but I figured we'd have fun with it. Um, like I said, I had a different one in mind that was a little more funny and we're going to play around with it or whatever. But. Uh, for Father's Day, I wanted to bring out this one for Father's Day here. So I'll ask Nick, where would you put Cowboy Bob Orton and Randy Orton? Would you put that <laughs> top five? Hey, that's a good one, Scott. That's yeah, yeah. that's uh, really good. I was going to do uh, Dusty Rhodes and Cody Rhodes. That's another so, one. Yeah. Yeah. The Rhodes that's family. 
That's what a about, good one. Hey, Charlotte Flair and Ric Flair. Ric Flair, that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. right. What, they got 30 championships together? Oh, they yeah. Do. yeah. He's ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to Rios. Honorable mention LeBron. Keep drinking, buddy. Keep drinking. <laughs> Nobody remembers the Del, uh, Steph Curry's father, Del Curry. Nobody. Yeah. That's that's, and, why, and that, that's another reason why I put him on my number five too. Doug Curry was a really good player, bro. He was yeah, a good he shooter. Was. Yeah, he was not, he obviously was, not as good as you know. Say he was six man of the year one time. It, obviously not as good as his sons. But if Dell played, if Dell played in today's game, he's probably an all star. You know what absolutely. I mean? Like absolutely. if he if he plays in today's space game, absolutely. Where you know what I mean? Some of those right. guys were kind of a little bit before their generation. Uh, you know, uh, and, and I, I ain't gonna fry. I battled with the the bonds only because of the whole step. But honestly, before the whole steroid thing, you know, because I grew up in that in that era, the ninety. Like Barry Bonds was a bad dude even before he went to San Fran. So you know, what I'm saying he he was a great player to me before all you know, what I'm saying all the head swelling and all that stuff. So um, I had to keep them on there because you know, what I'm saying he he is the all time leader, even though. Uh, he cheated or whatever, but no, I had Bobby and Brett Hall. I had, yeah, I had the Matthews right there. Like I would I, take the Bonds family out and put and, and put it, the it, Matthews. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. you gotta have. Yeah, they they've had generations. Like that's the thing is like yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Matthews, I feel like has been playing football since you know since they started. Uh, his, yeah, since the Leatherhead days. You know, at, I mean? at Texas A and M, they had uh, the list of all their centers uh, at one time, and it was Matthews one year after the other. Like just years and years and years of Matthews yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in that family has been center. It was crazy. Right. With, All right, I'll, I'll give you guys that one. The Matthews was a good one. But I did, I did have them for honorable mention, though. It is also the only one I had. So <laughs> there's, there's always somebody that obvious that you're forgetting that you're yeah. overlooking and go, oh yeah, that's right. They did play in in you know separate. Errors, let me ask yeah. you this. Let me ask Bro, you this. Oh, hold on, real quick. Allen, Manning's, Griffiths, Matthews. Are you saying Mahomes? No, no, Vince no, McMahon. Vince oh, McMahon. Oh, okay. Hey, that's so a that's good one. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really put Vince Mc. I don't put the McMahons. Here's why: because like that, they're business owners. That's like right. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. uh, Vince right. was an owner, but his daddy was an owner. Now I know Vince and Shane got in a little bit into the wrestling, but right. still, like. They're the owners. That's like Bob yeah. McNair. Right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't. They don't count technically. Yeah. The, the roads, I get it. I get it. Dusty, I'm a big Dusty fan. Yeah, so the I roads, I get. The roads, the flares, the uh, Orton, they, like uh, yeah, guys who uh, were in it. The hearts. The hearts. Well, the hearts were oh, yeah. brothers yeah. though. Was there, was there a dad? Who? For the hearts? Oh yeah, Stu Hart. Yeah. You know, Stu Hart. Legendary guy up in Canada. Yeah, he's the one that. The I legendary. Get, I, gotta back, uh, I gotta get back in my wrestling, man. Yeah, the, Johnny, heart, if you wanna, the heart Foundation. Yeah, if you want to go down to a rabbit hole uh, in wrestling, <laughs> Stu Hart, the legendary Stu Hart wrestling. Uh, nice. They used to do this in his house. This is how Brett and Owen and all them. They had uh, British Bulldog, uh, yeah. Jim Neinhart, even Jericho, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is the last. I think the last uh, person to come out of the Stu Hart dungeon. Yeah. But it would yeah. just be in their house. And he's putting nice. these kids in holds and things like that and just nice. uh, getting beat up every – they're all getting beat up every day in this this house that Brett grew up in. Yeah. Uh, and it was just – yeah, he's a – Stu Hart's a legendary uh, school promoter in Canada. So that's yeah. that's where the heart – all of them came, fa- uh, came from. Uh, nice. Then Vince bought that – you know, they were – he bought that territory and brought in uh, the hearts. But, 
Nice. Yeah, um, that's right, well, there, there you go. There's the first edition of Johnny's Top Five. Uh, we, I'm gonna get with Tanner so we can get a little more creative. I like when it. We introduce it and all that stuff, but uh, yeah, I thought we'd have some fun on Sunday mornings. You know what I'm saying? I like come, out, come out with a list every week and stuff that's like great. that. And ha- have a little debate on, on the cruising like five, the cruising top five. All right, there you go. He already found a name for it, so I just gotta get. <laughs> I just gotta get the, the the super producers. Which speaking of, shout out to Dan Harris. I uh, hope you're having a good day, buddy. Uh, yes, sir. Hope, hope you're resting and recovering, man, and enjoying your day. Uh, look forward to talking to him later, man. Sam, why don't we get our, our parting shots out of here so that way you can get out of here with uh, Miss Diva there. Go ahead and uh, get your final thoughts and uh, everything in. Well, it's a pleasure being on the show. Thanks, uh, guys, for having me or whatnot. But if you see this, right, this is momentary. <laughs> got to you got to enjoy it because there's a day where she's not going to want to hug hug or cuddle or be too old for it. Yep, so you got to enjoy it. drop her off down the street in front of Yeah, they're, I mean, they're dropping her off in front of the school. Especially I mean, she's so ugly. She's like, "Dad, please uh park 3 blocks away so hey. I'll just walk the rest." Yeah, I got to pick your old man up from the bar if you don't mind. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, like I said, it's momentary. Ain't that right, Judy? Oh. Yeah. Hi, Judy. <laughs> Say hi. 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 <laughs> you're on the number one. You're on the number one sports show. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't put her face on yet, but yeah, it's momentary, guys. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Absolutely. Scott, man. go ahead. Uh, what's your last and final thoughts? Uh, in you got anything here? So I'll give it a two part. First of all, Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Um, yep, yep. You know, enjoy your day. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy your family. Number two. Two names of the Warrior Bowl are the following, and I'll be oh, in touch with that. them via DM. Tanner Dawson, Alan Perales. So congratulations to you I both. thought we said – I thought we well, said – I thought uh, we said LTS no family host. members. No host. supposed to be uh, – Yeah, I, I, I was a little confused by that. No, we didn't say no host. We just yeah, said – Yeah, we did. We said – we said uh, to you, uh, you guys want in. I can get you guys in too. If you all I don't want, want in, in, I want to late now. I don't, yeah. I don't want sloppy third. Yeah, and now, now you're just passing them out. No, you know, no. <laughs> you know. I talked to Tanner about it, and Tanner wanted to get in it, and I said, okay, nah, you can get in it. I'll get the, you. The in. giveaway was for two people, two of our our that viewers. Was the only right. one that got either question right. Nobody else said it. Said the answers right. Well, so I figured Alan, I figured Alan, Alan or Flo uh, would be our no, not, uh, Flo. You know. not Flo. Flo's <laughs> on the other list. He's not on the Warrior Bowl list, so he's out. Well, congrats to Tanner and Alan. That's why they out drinking together too. They already knew. Yeah. No, Alan had no idea. I had to tell Alan to watch the show. That's why he's commenting all over the place. So well, there you go, Alan. Congratulations, you get congratulations to Alan. Alan. Yep. Oh, and and shout fans. out to the Just Fans guys that I had a, a fun time last night on this show. And uh, they do a phenomenal job. And I guess Poppy never comes out, and he came out last night on the show. So, yeah, he made a rare appearance. So that was nice yeah. to see him, man. So it was, it was great. It was show. a great time. I, th- I thank them, yeah. all three of them, for the show last night. So, Johnny, what's your last and final thoughts before we get um, out? Of here? I'm with Scott again. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Enjoy your family. Um, like like Sam said, uh, if you got little ones, enjoy them now because That's when right. they get a little older, they ain't gonna want to have shit to do with you. Uh, except your money. Uh, so enjoy enjoy your kids while you can. Uh, enjoy your families. Uh, I'm having lunch with my kids, and we're going to go watch The Flash. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with them all day. Uh, I had an opportunity to be on NFL Outdated last night. Really cool show. Had a lot of fun on there. Definitely check that out if you have an opportunity to. 
And um, looking forward to the next one with you guys. Always love being on the show. Again, congratulations to Tanner and Alan uh, for winning the prizes there. And uh, look forward to, to to the next one. So tomorrow night, nine o'clock, tune back in. And we got uh, we got we got Jim and, and Jim and Jonathan tomorrow night. So um, Tanner should be back with us. Uh, so we're gonna have some fun tomorrow night, nine o'clock. Looking forward to it. That's right, folks. We'll be back tomorrow night, uh, eight o'clock central, nine eastern. Uh, Jim Berenger and Jonathan Grisham will be joining us. So we'll talk a little hockey and, and wrestling with Jim, and a little baseball with uh, John. Uh, John's uh, like, uh, he's posted some pictures on Facebook getting his swing right. He maybe uh, getting a workout with the A's and Royals. I know the Royals uh, first baseman just went down for the season, so. Uh, <laughs> nice. You know, get him back in professional uh, baseball. So uh, with Jonathan, he'll be joining us again tomorrow night. We'll be back again, 9 Eastern, 8 Central time zone tomorrow night, right here on the Let's Talk Sports Network uh, as well. This is another great show, folks. Uh, Another great week as we wrap it up. Uh, Scott, who are we betting on tomorrow before we get out of here? You'll have to ask me tomorrow. I, oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, well, before we get out of here, tomorrow, before you check out the Let's Talk Sports Show at 9, at 8 o'clock on the Johnny Cruz Show, I got yeah. Mr. Um, oh, man. Mr. Dan Weinstein. My apologies. Dan Weinstein. The answer is 42. is going to be my special guest on the Johnny Cruz Show tomorrow night, 8 p.m. So check us out before you check out the Let's Talk Sports Show. At nine o'clock, we're gonna have a good time, and hopefully by then Scott will, Scott will have a couple of couple of picks for you. Chris came in. Chris Kamen and Sam's brother yeah. so, uh, <laughs> on the Johnny Cruz show. Hey, it's been another great episode of the Let's Talk Sports show. I'm your host, Bodkins. We're getting to get out of here. Be a friend, tell a friend, folks. Like, subscribe, share. Y'all know what to do. That's the Thank show. Y'all. Johnny, hit that outro. Let's get out of here. Happy Father's Day. Enjoy your Father's Day, Dad. One life better pop off. What do you like? Make a dream job. No nine five, no mean boss. Just my life and free thoughts. Could try to play, but you're never gonna beat me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands came from the people who deceived me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy. Don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try to change, you 